Michelle, and welcome to the first episode of Hyperfeminism, the podcast. I thought a good way to start this series would be to talk about my experience with feminism and why I became a feminist, and talk to some other friends of mine and see what they think, and listen to their experiences. I have been a feminist since I was probably in about year eight or year nine. I don't know that I would define myself as a feminist then. I think I've always been quite outspoken and willing to stick up for myself and my friends. And I, th- I think that had predisposed me to be a feminist. But before I really started looking into it for myself, the only things I'd ever really heard were negative connotations, talking about how feminists are just like lesbians who don't shave their legs and, you know, using the word Nazi to describe feminists um, and sort of always referring to feminists as aggressive women who hated men and didn't want anything to do with them. And I think that really being exposed to that not being the case was the biggest turning point for me to go, well, of course I'm a feminist. Like, why why would I not be? Like, of course I want to be equal to men. Like, of course I don't want to be passed up for opportunities or treated differently. Like, I'm a woman who's been called bossy her entire life, like into my childhood. And I remember thinking, like, why is bossy only a word that girls are called? Like, why are boys not bossy? Why is that acceptable from boys? But for me, it has a negative connotation. Like, that doesn't seem fair. And I think fairness is where feminism really came into play for me. But defining myself as a feminist actually started with me creating a Tumblr account, which I think is a really great place to be exposed to feminism. And I specifically remember starting to read things about women's experiences and about what feminism is and what the movement has been and what it's becoming. Mike Brown, an African-American man, was shot and killed by a police officer in the United States. And I remember all the feminist accounts that I followed campaigning around changing the image they were using of Mike Brown in the media from a photo with him. I think he was wearing like a hoodie And the fact that I don't even specifically remember that image, I think is really powerful. But changing the image that we used to a photo of him from his high school graduation, which was really powerful, I think, for me to watch all of these people stand up for someone that they saw wronged, really expanded the definition of feminism to me, which I later learned to be intersectionality. Um, Starting off as like my, (laughs) as my feminist self, um, I think that It wasn't so accepted Um, and I think it did come off as a negative word to a lot of people and like I was aggressive and hated dudes. I used to share a lot of like feminist content I would see on my newsfeed onto my Facebook profile and um, one of my relatives who I had on Facebook at the time actually took that and decided that those posts meant that I hated men and went to my grandmother telling her that her granddaughter was a man-hater, um, which my nan was really confused by. Nan also really doesn't understand social media in any context. But um, she took that to my mum and my mum was like, that's not okay. Like Mel stands up for what she believes in and she's standing up for women and she's standing up for women's rights in any way that she sees fit. Like this isn't okay. And even like my mum at the time was very like standoffish towards my beliefs. She didn't really see them as so valid, which is a very privileged position to take. And I think now she acknowledges that too, that looking at your own life and going, well, you know, there's no pay difference in my field and I don't feel like I've been passed over for things for men. So like, what am I really supposed to do? There's women, there's girls in other countries being married off before they even turn 10. And there's women being abused. But what am I supposed to do about that? Like, how does that become my problem? 
which I think created a lot of turmoil in my family to the point where like um, I couldn't talk about uh, my beliefs around feminism without being like shoved off as being irrational or over the top or dramatic, which I think a lot of women coming into feminism really face. Um, Our beliefs aren't seen as so valid. So a lot of my feminist journey, because that's what I think feminism is. It's a journey. We're all feminists in progress. No one's ever going to be perfect. And like, I don't think that we can be. Like, we have so much privilege in our lives that um, I don't think it's possible to be a perfect feminist, but I think it's important to try. And what being on the internet as a feminist has really taught me, um, which I think is the most important thing about my feminism, is intersectionality. Making sure that I not only recognize my privilege as a white woman, but make sure that I'm not taking up space and speaking over women who have different experiences to me, women of colour, women with disabilities, queer women, and letting people voice their own stories and amplifying those voices rather than taking up space and thinking that I know better, which I think as a white person you feel very entitled to do. So that's been really important. Feminism means so many different things to me, but I decided to call up some friends and see what it meant to them. feminism mean to you? Um, It means a lot of things. I think obviously the main one is just equality for everyone but I think it's also it's it's deeper than that because it's kind of like hope for a better future where especially women don't have to be afraid to stand up for what they believe in and it comes back to the whole equality thing. It's just yeah being equal. I think it's an important thing and it's often misshown in public as something that's bad but it's not, it benefits everyone and it's just something that's really good. Feminism to me is like empowerment. Like people, like, I guess it's just like women fighting for what they actually deserve, if you know what I mean. Like with, you know, like with like the gender pay gap and all that, like, like wanting what they want, if you know what I mean, like what's fair. Well, feminism means to me simply that I don't get treated differently for my gender. I think that that is the the key term behind feminism. Really, is is not being discriminated against, not being favoured, simply being treated equally for everyone. I think social media is so important in social justice and in feminism especially because I think even if you live in like the most conservative part of like wherever you're from or you have a family who disagree with you you still have that space where you can voice your opinions and be with other like-minded people which I think is something really special and I found that that only has increased since starting my blog and being able to talk about things that I want to talk about and having people message me and say wow like thank you for bringing this up I feel like this too or like hey I never thought about that but now that you bring it up which I think is a really important thing to do with someone who has been in this space for quite a while to introduce people to new and different ideas. Obviously, like I'm not a feminist guru and I'm not claiming to be, but it's nice to be able to have discussions with your friends where you learn things and they learn things because I think everyone brings something new to the table. Everyone has different experiences. I think that feminist space is really incredible for that, both on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr and Facebook, especially through my blog accounts now. I find interacting with other feminists has been really 
really incredible and really an empowering experience and something that I'm really, really, really in love with and really just want to do more with this year. Being able to interact with other feminists and other like-minded people, it's really inspired me to become a better version of myself and I think that that's how we expose ourselves to the experiences of different women and different people and how we learn. Like we learn through our own experiences as much as we learn through the understanding and the empathy of others, which is really important. And I think that without social media, I wouldn't have been exposed. Well, I know without social media, I wouldn't have been exposed to everything I have and I wouldn't have the understanding that I have now and I wouldn't have the same growth mindset around feminism. I also wouldn't have the same awareness of issues that happen outside of like my bubble. I wouldn't have the same acknowledgement for things that happen in other countries, in other towns, to different women. So I think social media has been super important for me. Um, But most of all, I think identifying myself as a feminist has been the biggest thing. I really think that identifying myself as a feminist was a starting point and I think that now moving forward and identifying myself as an intersectional feminist Um, even though that's something in feminism I hope that one day we don't have to specify I hope that we can kill out white feminism completely (laughs) but my whole feminist experience has really been a learning curve and it's really lovely to be campaigning and be with other people who have the same beliefs as me and really seeing change seeing change in the way that we're treated and seeing change in laws and seeing protests and seeing people stand up for what they believe in even if it's not even in the same part of the world but people that you know share your views and seeing that groups of people groups of feminists can actually make ginormous amounts of change I think that identifying myself as a feminist and why I think that's important and why I think feminism is important is summed up by my favourite feminist quote, which is from Maya Angelou. I am a feminist. I've been a female for a long time now. It'd be stupid to not be on my own side. My experience is one thing, but everyone's is different. So I got together with some of my favourite girls to talk about their experiences with feminism and why they identify as a feminist. Hello, ladies. How you doing? Good. How are you? Real good. Real good. It's <laughs> lovely to see your wonderful faces. So why don't we start with you, Alice? Um, Tell me about your experience with feminism. Um, I don't really remember the first time that I was like, yes, I am a feminist. But I do remember times in my childhood where it was, oh, like I knew I was different because I was a girl. But I remember times where people made me feel like that was a bad thing. Mm. Particularly, I played soccer. I've played since I was about five years old. And I now, I currently play for an all-female team, but when I lived in a small country town, I played in a team where I was the only girl. And most of the time that never bothered me. It wasn't really a difference in my team, but we played against a different team once and I was one-on-one with one of their players and we were young. There was no physical difference. It's not like they were six feet tall and I was four feet. We were very similar and very similarly matched in the Mm game. But other players on their team were calling out that this guy should have been able to beat me easily because I was just a girl. And that was the first time that someone had said that phrase to me. And it, it hurt so much, my young self. And I still think about it now and I want to do everything I can to stop that happening to someone else because it broke me at the time. Absolutely. I can totally relate to that because I remember obviously like uh badminton here there's not a lot of girls that play mainly it's guys and I would beat a lot of guys and one guy particularly couldn't take it and he was like oh like you shouldn't beat me you're a girl and I'm like 
I've got more skill than you. I've played longer than you. That's the thing that should differentiate between who beats who, not gender. Mm, completely. I, and yeah. it pisses me off so much nowadays and it just hurt me then. And I don't want any other young girl to go through that. Absolutely. I actually have like an almost identical experience. When I was in primary school, I used to play indoor soccer and a lot of people at my school played, but mostly guys. Um, and the stadium was just down the road from my school and you would go after school and wait for your team to play. And I remember uh, one day when they announced the teams and they put them up on the sheet, I remember a guy who was in my team turning around to someone else in front of my face and saying, Ugh, we have a girl on our team. Which just, yeah, it, I felt the exact same way. I was like, what's wrong with that? And obviously I'd heard phrases like, oh, you throw like a girl and you run like a girl before then. But I'd never seen someone to my face like, diminish my worth just because I was female. And that was the last season I played. I, I'm lucky that I, because it happened a few times. That was the first time and the most upfront time. And I'm lucky that I, I was really young, but I got through it. And if that happened to me now, I would completely rip someone apart for it. But I'm lucky that I was able to deal with it and get through it and spend several years after that playing as the only girl in the team before I got to an all-girls club. But I can see it turning someone off and that's a shame that you can't do something you love because someone else has decided that because you're a girl, you're not as good. I think it's so great for in a mixed league where the majority are boys and if it's just you as the only girl, I think it's so great for younger girls to be able to see you playing and be like oh she's a girl and she's doing it like why can't I so I think that's really awesome from the start I recently went back to where I was from and I was talking to a couple of young girls who both play in the team that I used to play in and I was talking to them and I told them about how fun it is to play and how they're just as good as everyone else and I play in an all-girls team now and it was so great to see that there are more girls in their team now compared to when I was the only one. That's awesome. What about you, Helen? What about your experience with feminism? I don't think there was one specific instance that I can really pinpoint, yes, that's what made me become a feminist. I think it's a collection of moments throughout my life that have been watching other girls and even having comments made to me and to my friends that really made me stop and think, why is this okay? And if this is supposed to be okay and if this is something like your example of, oh, but you can't play as well as I can because you're a girl, Mm -hmm. things like that that made me stop and question, if that's an okay thing to say to someone, why does it make me feel like such crap? Mm -hmm. And why is that an okay way for someone to make another person feel just based on gender? Or even in really simple instances, because you have longer hair, even if a guy seems particularly feminine he will get that same comment like oh you play like a girl and why is that an insult why is that something that we use as a put down especially as kids when we're so impressionable and I think now being able to say yeah of course I'm a feminist it comes so Mm. naturally but that's only because I've been in situations where I've seen the impact of those actions and those phrases on other people that I love and me myself personally and I think that it's Even now, I can't say that I am the same kind of feminist that I was a year ago. I can't say I'm the same kind of feminist as I will be in five years time because we're constantly learning. And I think especially I've become a lot more accepting of women of color and um, trans women 
and mm. all sorts of other minorities that are included. Feminism is often disregarded as men versus women. Mm. And that's not what it is. That's not what it's about. It's about equality. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And so often, like, as white women, we've pitted ourselves against other women, used other women as a stepping stone. I remember um, reading Women, Race and Class and reading about the way that um, when women and men of colour didn't have voting rights in the US, both groups left women of colour behind because they thought that that would up their chances of getting voting rights first. So men of colour were just like, well, we should have voting rights because we're men. And white women were like, well, we should have voting rights because we're white. Yeah, uh, that's not good to hear, putting down yeah. women and... So because they thought that women of colour would be a hindrance to their campaigns. And that's such a damaging mentality to have. And it's still so present today, whether it's on social media or even in the workplace. Women are always pitted against each other, especially now. Yeah, it's become progressive to have a woman in your team. But if there are two women and one man up for the same promotion, it's not just a question of whether it's going to be the man or the woman. It's going to be a question of if it's the woman, which woman is it going to be and who's better than the other? And they're often put in situations that don't motivate them to lift each other up, but put each other down. It's about who we are as women and what qualities we have as women that makes us better than other women, which is such a horrible mentality to have. It's so much internalized misogyny. Like that's such a huge part of it that even though we're women, we still have that part inside of us that's like, well, we have to be different to other women. Yeah, absolutely. It's like that, like, oh, I'm not like other girls, but I am. I'm a, like, I'm a combination of every girl I've ever met who I ever thought was cool. Yeah, absolutely. That is my personality. And why wouldn't I be? I don't want to be... Like that, like you're not like other women isn't a compliment. Women are great. Like, yes, yes, absolutely. And I love that you use the word misogyny in relation to how women feel about other women and how it's internalized because you only really hear the word misogyny in a lot of media about men hating women. Oh, absolutely. Or about men being the oppressors. And yeah, a lot of time in history they are. But a lot of the time there's also women holding other women back because of that internalized misogyny. And it's not... It's often made out to seem like, oh, misogyny is the hatred of women by men. But it's not. It's it's, the hatred of women. And of course we internalise it because we grow up seeing that as a norm. What about you, Mel? Tell us about your experience. Um, I was just thinking of an experience with um, hair in general, like just Mm -hmm. like body hair and whatnot. Because I, for me, I never realised that I was, I guess, hairy compared to other girls. I'm sorry, keep going. Um, Because... It only occurred to me when someone else pointed it out and it was this guy in my class and he was like, oh, why do you have sideburns? And I was like, um, I don't know. I didn't know how to answer that question. And Maybe because I was fucking born with them. Yeah, like the way that he asked me sort of the tone in which he asked me made me feel really, I don't know. It just felt like attacking me because I'm like, you have hair. There's nothing mm. wrong with that. But if I have hair, that's seen as like unclean, undirty. And I also had another scenario. This didn't like happen to me, but it was about one of my friends. And so she was wearing like a shirt and she hadn't like shaved her underarm. So she just had like underarm, underarm hair just there. And yeah, that's all natural and clean. And some guys walked past and this guy I actually really respected because I was like, oh yeah, he's a nice guy. And they were saying that 
you know, because she didn't shave her hair, she was like slutty. She was unclean. You know, she wasn't like feminine. I wonder how many of the guys who said that shave their armpits. Mm. Yeah. And I just don't like that double standard because, you know, that's what I like about feminism that, you know, it should all be equal. Yeah. And it's all a choice. Like, yeah, if you never want to shave your armpits and you want to do whatever, like, that's fine. But like, if you don't enjoy having hair on your own body, then you change that. But it's about your own body and your own choices. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it for the first episode of Hyperfeminism, the podcast. Let me know what you thought on all my social medias, which are at Hyperfeminism on Instagram, Hyperfeminism on Facebook, and at Hyperfeminism with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And I look forward to next time. Bye. Music from this podcast is courtesy of Liquid, which can be found on audiolibrary.com.co under the Creative Commons license.